Hi, I'm Adriana Gallinet, your embodiment and relationship coach. And this is my podcast. I spend most of my time reconnecting relationships, diving deep between the land of energy and helping those couples, you know, ignite that spark back in the bedroom. This podcast is for the universal spellbinding people who love a little woo-woo and the thunder of truth. You're listening to Love, Sex and Energy. Let's jump in. Hey, 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 welcome to episode four of Love, Sex and Energy. I'm your host, Adriana Galenick, and today we're diving into hmm, misconceptions and the truths about the industry of woo-woo. Let's dive in. So what is woo-woo? What's the misconceptions? What do you do, Adriana? You know, it's taken me a long time to think about what it is that I actually do and how to explain this to people that I am a psychic medium. I have been gifted this beautiful gift since I was young. I have been able to read people's energies from a really young age. And I also just depending, like sometimes it's really funny that when I start with working with people, you just don't know what you're going to get, right? And it's not like I sit there and say, this is what I'm going to get. Sometimes people come and talk from the other side. Sometimes I'm working with you directly. Sometimes it's about clearing your past life and putting you back on track. It's really funny that people would think that, you know, to be some kind of woo-woo that you have to be floaty dressed, you have to have purple velvet, you need to have candles blowing and spells and magic all the time. And that's not the truth. Uh, There is many types of beautiful masteries out there that I humbly respect and love and enjoy, but they are not all me. People would look at me and go, oh, she's just a mum. I didn't even know that she just does that. And I guess I just don't, I don't wear a badge. Hi, I'm Adriana, the psychic medium. Come and talk to me where I can unravel things. Though it's quite fun. I don't think my kids would appreciate that all the time. So, you know, it's just one of those things where people paint a picture and I guess it comes down to television, right? How we describe what witches are or earth workers or light workers or energy workers that, you know, you have to have some kind of crooked nose and a witch's hat and a broomstick and a cauldron. And that's just not the truth, not the truth. And there are beautiful people who are working in energy and trying to develop and create more of an insight with the intuitiveness. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see. My program is called The Awakened Heroine. And it's a moment in your life where you are woken up. You go, you know that you need something different and you just don't know what it is. And that is another spiritual inquest, and that's why I called it the awaken. The awaken is something that you're woken up to. It happens to everyday people, and sometimes you go through something traumatic in life that shakes up your core a little bit. Sometimes it could be just you start seeing things a little bit differently than you did five years ago or a week ago, or you know, some people have accidents and then they go, oh my gosh, I'm not ever living like that. Some people go into real spirituality, Christianity, Buddhism. All of that is a level of energy. This misconception that we all are witches' hats is not true. It's not true. So we are everyday people wanting to help, whether it's owning a crystal store, whether it's, you know, possibly going to a sound healer or a Reiki session or a clearing. Everyone has different gifts. Everyone decides to show up however they feel is right for them. 
and I just do the same for myself. And I guess that I'm still in that process of accepting that I don't have to be like that. Isn't that funny? I'm accepting that I don't have to look like a witch in order for people to believe that I have the gifts that I do. So that's really, really funny. Another thing which is interesting is that when you are working in mediumship, it's not always the case that you get the answers that you want. So I always say when I work with people, I'm not here to fish answers. I'm here to put the pieces back together so I can understand that I've got the right person as to why they've pulled those specific numbers out. So when I do my work, it's almost like I'm doodling on a piece of paper and these numbers come up and then I start connecting and piecing the pieces. It's really weird, but it just works for me. And everyone has their own modalities and and how they tap into people. And I use tarot cards as well at the end. Not that I really need them, but it does give sometimes clarification to specific answers as well. So that's quite fun. I do enjoy doing them. If you're interested as well, we've got Join My Fearless Heroine page where I do monthly full moon readings for free. You just have to jump on at that time and line up and um, I'll draw a card for you and tell you what's going on for the month. So you can do that. Uh, The links will be in the show notes anyway. So what else? What else misconceptions that I have? This is a really good one. The seeing, the seeing of things. Sometimes I can see when people are sick or they've got troubles with parts of their bodies or energy stuff, which is really interesting, right? So quick story about my mum, bless her little socks, who, you know, I support you, but doesn't really support me because is it really true, right? We have these, you know, come on, we all say it too. Is she really or isn't she really? And that's okay. That's cool. She said to me, I'd love for you to do a reading for me, please. It was last year or the year before last, I should say. I said, oh, you know, eye rolling. All right, fine, fine. I'll do it. But I said to her, I'm going to do the whole thing. I want to look at your body. I want to, I just want to scan you. I want to do all these crazy things that I actually wanted to test out on her that I can do and just kind of reiterating it for myself just to, yeah, Adriana, you've got these magical powers. Go you, you know? And I thought, who's the better to do it on than my mum, right? No one's going to judge me. So I remember doing it for her. And unfortunately, I did see something in her and it was really hard. She did have a work injury and it wasn't the work injury that I saw. It was that it's almost like I see colors that it's sometimes images, sometimes I see actions, sometimes words, sometimes sounds. But in this regards, I saw flaming red on her breast. And yeah, she ended up having breast cancer, found that for her. And she was taken back because she thought, oh, don't be ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's just my arm, just my arm. I remember saying to her, I don't ask for many things, but can you please take this seriously and go and get yourself checked out? Three days later, sure enough, she found a lump on her breast and she started taking things seriously. Um, I went with her for some scans and things like that. And it was a, a serious cancer where she had really high levels of chemotherapy and it really shook her to the core. And it was really hard. It was almost like blaming myself that I found that, but also happy that we did because we did catch it in time. You know, she had stage three, 3B cancer and she had about 14 lymph nodes removed from her armpit. She ended up having two lots of surgery because I found more than what we originally thought. But she's a fighter, very positive, and it's just a hard thing that family has to go through, right? Let alone be the person that finds that because you hold a lot of responsibility. And when you're doing readings for people, you hold a lot of responsibilities that you know things. I always speak the truth. And that's something that I'm always conscious of. And the way I deliver things, 
I try to be as conscious about it as possible. And having to deliver certain truths is really hard because some people just don't believe you. They come for readings because it's the excitement of what a reading will bring. What will six months look like? And I can do that. But what I love to do is really work on who you are as a person, who you are as where you stand today. I like to pack some of that up and move you along, move you along so you can be the best version of yourself. And in sometimes to that case, that's happened. Another case that I had was this lady, won't name names, and she came for a visit. She was beautiful director of company. She was leader of state, actually. She came to see me and it was not about woo-woo stuff. It was just, this is what we're doing. This is our aim. This is our goal. Sales and things like that we're talking about. And she said to me, this is how I told her, because, you know, scared of your own truth. Uh, you know, um, I've got something to tell you and you're quite open, aren't you? She's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm open. And I said to her, it's really funny. Um, you know, I was like, do I say it? Don't I? I thought, fuck it. I'm going to say it. And I said, oh, you know, you've had stomach surgery and I was stuttering and muttering. And she just looked at me. She said, no one knows that. I said, I know. And I said, I feel so bad to tell you, but the surgery is not successful. And I can see that it's causing you lots of grief. You need to go get that checked out. And she said to me, Adriana, Nobody knows that. I've been having so much pain. I've been contacting my surgeon because I know something is not right and they're disregarding it. So she ended up going there, getting it removed, and later they end up fixing the problem for her. So it's one of those things where sometimes I get the urge to discuss things. Sometimes I get nothing. Like if people are really closed off and they sit there with their arms crossed, get, mm, I wonder what you're going to guess from me because I'm not giving you anything. That's not my work. It's not to guess things that you know already, but tell you things that you need to know in order for you to do the next thing that you need to do in your life to kind of push you and nudge you. And that's why I call them clarity readings. They're just so good just to kind of have a chat, give you a bit of a direction and help you go into the next phase. And I've had lots of people in my group who just love, love, love them. And I love them too. Oh, what's another misconception? Oh, that we get extremely exhausted. You know, people say, you must be so exhausted. You're touching everyone's energy. Um, yes and no. Here's the last one. That's three. I don't get exhausted. I do and I don't. So we protect ourselves energetically. We do a blessing. We make sure that we're looked after and we don't take on anyone's energy. And we make that very clear before every session. Sometimes I say this to myself. I don't always say this out loud. So sometimes I mutter to myself and these are the things that we say. If I have back to back to back to back to back to back to back, yeah. I mean, you'll get exhausted having meeting by meeting by meeting on the best of days every day. After I do those sessions, I do need to isolate myself. I need to, it's like I need to be alone. I need to be alone. I need to isolate. I don't want to talk to people. I just almost want to zone out and have to watch television. I don't want to think. It's almost like recollecting your energy and your personal self to function. Because when you're at that frequency of a high frequency, you know, you have to remember that people like us that do this work, we are talking about one frequency that's above us, high frequency. We're talking about angels. We're talking about our guides. And here we are on earth, which is a lower frequency. And somewhere in the middle is where we have to join our frequencies together in order for us to communicate. Being at that high frequency or high level and that energy, that's the exhausting bit. It's not transmitting the information. It's that holding that space and that energy 
and allowing ourselves to come down, regroup and refocus. Yeah. So we do get tired, but we don't get tired after we meet one person and had five minute conversation with somebody. That's not the exhausting part. It's having something constantly back to back and at that high level of frequency when we're, when we're communicating, channeling that information back. That's the exhausting part, holding that frequency up. So hopefully that has answered a few questions for you all. Uh, thank you all for tuning in till next week. Shine bright and um, I can't wait to have a chat then. Bye. That's it for another episode of Love, Sex and Energy. Connect on all socials at Adriana Gallinet. Hit the follow button, share with friends. And if you have some time, write a review. As they say, the energy flows in universal ways. So always remember to shine bright. Till next time, see ya.